0: let's do it
1: what's happening everybody welcome to film junkie live start this week off start off the month of november already holy shit and uh yes hopefully you guys enjoyed that opening Thank you to Mr. Steven Colbert for doing that. He posted that on his Twitter and I was like, hey, can I use that? Because we will gonna be talking about that little pesky rotten tomato score when it comes to the Eternal. So that was Steven's video right there. So thank you, Steven, for providing that. I thought, perfect way to open. What's happening, everybody? How's everybody doing? Yeah, what we got? We're going out there. Yo, what's up? Happy Monday. Well, happy end of the week. We're gonna say it like that. Happy end of Monday. There's Mr. Fear Jason right there great oh yeah oh yeah yeah michael sorry i I keep forgetting you wanted to get one for your kid and i needed to look for the uh small size i apologize i haven't done that my memory sucks what's going on speaking of michael hi michael ah what's going on mr tyler yes music man is here we got mr eric patterson yep thank you thank you sir appreciate that uh much more than i thought yeah it was, a, it was a very enjoyable movie like the second time i wa- had it like when i put it on i was like this movie is just one of those where it just breezes right by it's just a fun fucking watch really good stuff so what's going on abel good to see you we got a lock of air. yeah uh, i haven't seen it yet i'm i waited i waited to watch it with you guys so there we go it's here we got selena kyle here too good to see you yep Of course, my mom had those ready on hand. She was just like, yep, show these right there. And I was like, well, yeah, of course. So, good old baseball days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I didn't have time to do anything like that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have them read something. What's going on, Mark? Good to see you. There we go. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I'll uh I'll check. Uh, I I remember you asked about your son getting a shirt, and I was like, oh yeah, I was gonna check and see if I could do smaller sizes on there. So sorry about that. I haven't done that yet. Hey Chuck, hey Ah, what's going on? We got James, James. We got Team Rad right here. Just tuning in. Good. Hey, we got Rosemary. Hey, Miguel. Good to see you. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. When you realize theater, I know. Well, that was what was funny too. It was like. That was spotted a little bit ago when we realized who Natalie Emmanuel was uh, playing that uh, it was like, wait a minute. Her name's Gwendolyn and the place is named Gwendolyn. So it's like, hmm, interesting. Anyways, yeah, you got you to love it. You got to love it. Oh, But yeah, Ruby. Oh, yeah, Ruby. Ruby definitely was, man. She uh, new crush. New crush right there. Anyways, guys, thank you for, uh, of course, clicking in. Cheers. Of course, I got my Monday wine right there. Just poured the glass right meow. So Cheers. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious. Ah, I've got a lot to talk about. i got so much. This is going to this, this be a long, long show today, that's for damn sure, because I was, like, trying to figure out what are we going to talk about. Of course, we're going to be talking about the Eternals Rotten Tomato score that is now dipped into the rotten part of the tomato. Oh, <laughs> my God, what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. Still going to do very well. That's what's so funny. We'll get to that. And then we'll talk about, of course, Army of Thieves, number one on Netflix in like 90 fucking countries, like 90 plus. So that's awesome. And then we're going to, of course, uh, talk about the Ava DuVernay video and what's happening with all that and that little discourse that's going on. We'll talk about that. And then Book of Boba Fett trailer came out today. Featurette for Morbius also came out today. So going to watch those because I have avoided watching those. And then we'll talk about the box office. And then there's going to be plenty, plenty more, because when we go to the tweets, well, let's just face it, a lot of tweeting was happening. So, yeah, what's going on, Mr. Joey Marino? Thank you for joining the Vodka stream. And uh, thank you guys for joining tonight. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed if you're if you're not already. If you want to join, become a member, added support, I would appreciate. It. Like, hey, look at this, Mr. Tim Diaz. He's a basic member, been there for about two months, it says right there. So two months. There you go. You're a two-monther. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for the added support. Appreciate that. Uh, and then of course I got the Patreon if you want to help out that too and take part of the monthly Patreon stream as well. And I try to do some exclusive stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely was a good time. Yeah, so make sure you do that. And then, of course, the Film Junkie Closet's also down below if you want to get yourself some merchandise. Wearing currently a uh, Bat- my Batman the Fanimated shirt that's down there. It's so soft. It's so great. Try blend. Got to love it. But, yeah, if you want to if you wanna have Scott, you know, Scott McClellan and me on your chest, well, <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. Anyways, uh, already getting creepy. Yeah, I see that already. Uh. But, anyways, anyone who hasn't seen <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, somehow I didn't fall asleep. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yes. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Glad you didn't fall asleep. So, but anyways, yeah, let's just go right to the tweets because, my God, so much to freaking uh, talk about right now. There's so much, so much there. So much stuff, even stuff that came out today, too. So, all right, let's go to these tweets right here. Let me find them. Let's see. We're, oh, wait. Shit. I'm gonna Open up a new window here. Hold on. Hold on. Got the Monday Night Football game on because, you know, the World Series wages on those damn Astros. They will not go out without a fight. We have ourselves a, uh, a good World Series, that's for sure. Even though the freaking Giants should be there. Best record in baseball. Not there. It sucks. But whatever. It's okay. Anyways, here we go. I've ah, hit the wrong transition, but it's okay. We are here in the tweets right here. All right, let's see what happened in the Twitter world this and over the weekend. Guys, the McRib is back. The McRib is back, and I just wanted to let you guys know that one of uh, the main ingredients in the McRib, there's a bunch of ingredients, and, you know, how they put it together, it's pretty strange, too, and then it's just like some frozen meat. Uh, One of the ingredients is a floor bleaching agent that is used for yoga pads. I looked this up a long time ago because I was once a fan. I was once a fan, and I realized this is just what the fuck is this thing? And I looked it up, and yeah, it's gross. So if you want to just like if you want to have your own homemade McRib, just pour some uh, barbecue sauce over your yoga pat, your yoga mat. So it's pretty gross, pretty damn gross. Yes, I don't recommend it. Don't recommend it. I don't really recommend too much from McDonald's. <laughs> the only thing I really dig there is uh, well, the fries are good, I'll give it that. But I do like I do like the McGriddle. That seems you know. Perfect, you know, you can't really totally screw up an egg and, a, and some sausage and stuff like that. So, ugh, just not a fan, just not a fan. So, anyways, um, hey, look at this. Happy anniversary to, uh, hey, uh, the, the party that happened, uh, hosted by Alexander Luthor. That's right. Um, this happened on November 1st. So, what, November 1st in, what, 2015, 2016? So, yep, it's been a happy anniversary to that party where the Trinity kind of came together right there so there you go there's that invitation right there badass badass gif of daredevil right there hopefully we're gonna get some more of that we're gonna get some more of that charlie cax daredevil right there of course we'll talk about that all right so um oh yeah breaking news exclusive guys chris pratt is going to voice timothy chalamet in his next movie jesus christ can we not get away from these two (laughs) Huh. We'll talk more about that, but my God, I just thought that was a funny tweet. I am like, God, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, ugh, I'm like, my God, those two are just everywhere right now. But uh, we'll make sure that's on. So listen to this, guys. All right, so today, when it came to um, uh, Zach and uh, Matthias, they were answering questions on Vero earlier today. I didn't get the catch I didn't to catch the whole thing sadly I was working and I was just like consumed and uh, I tried to pull it up on my desktop but you know I had to download the the, the vero app and whatnot so I didn't get to watch it fully so um, so this is what this is basically... Zach right here confirming that, yeah, we're in fact going to get more Dieter, okay? We we already knew because he's, he's becoming a fan favorite. Even in Army of the Dead, he was a fan favorite. And now that he had his own movie, now people love him even more. And, I mean, he's just so damn likable. Matthias is so likable, so. But this is what Zach had to say about this when it came to the future of Dieter in the uh, Army-verse right here.
0: Well, there's three possible.
1: Three? One not four
0: for whatever reason Zeus and Dieter come to an understanding where Dieter does not get bit by Zeus (laughs) I don't know if he or Zeus gets distracted or Dieter fights him off or something Two. well the least popular that Zeus just kills him and that doesn't make any sense
1: nobody wants that
0: (laughs) the third (laughs) Or the, the next scenario being that Zeus turns Dieter to an alpha. Um, so there's three possibilities: alpha Dieter, king zombie Dieter, which is possible. Negotiated <laughs> freedom Dieter. <laughs> Negotiated also very freedom possible. <laughs> or the saddest and most nihilistic ending: <laughs> dead Dieter in the outside the safe. All three probably did happen. Just True. Hey, see? <laughs> just to say. What? Depending on what reality you're in, all three happened. So, something to chew on. <laughs>
1: something to chew on. Oh, subtle, Zach. Subtle. <laughs> Depending on what reality you're in. Oh, man. I mean, come on. He just fully. I mean, he's already pretty much talked about the time loops and timelines and whatnot. But, I mean, that just kind of shows you right there. That just kind of shows you what's going on, Paul Smith. Um, I mean, <laughs> how do you just you, – you you listen to that and you kind of just go like, well, come on. So there's a diff- bunch of different realities that might have happened. I mean, obviously the, the number four, the, the fourth time they've gotten – to the vault, you know, we all know that whole thing with the time loops and whatnot. And it's just funny because Matthias, Matthias knows. Look at the look look on his face. He knows exactly the fate of Dieter. Of course he does. 100% does. And it's just kind of funny because he's just letting Zach talk. Just letting Zach talk right there. But I mean, come on, what's going on, Mr. Chris Lunchbox? Um, But I just love the fact that I didn't even think about, I did not think about Alpha Zombie, Alpha Dieter. I did not think about that. That'd be interesting. Alpha Dieter. Like, to turn Dieter into an alpha. That would be very interesting because, let's face facts, when it comes to Dieter's character as a man, not very alpha. He's not a very alpha male, you know? So the fact that he... We see this prequel with him where he's living this mundane life, doesn't really do much, and doesn't have a lot of confidence. All of a sudden, we start seeing that confidence come up. He starts taking charge. We see a bit. We see a little bit more when he's in Army of the Dead, using a gun. All this stuff. He's just, and he saves lives, saves some lives and whatnot. And to him become that, I don't know, could be something right there. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Like, when I was thinking about that, I was like, huh, yeah. I mean, the character is not very much an alpha. He very much looks up to an alpha. Like, Vandero is very much an alpha male. And that's why their dynamic so, and he very much looks up to him so much. And he saves his life. And then maybe he does. I don't know. But then maybe there's going to be something with that because we know that Van Der Rohe also got bit and he's going to be turning into something similar to that. So I'm one, I actually like that idea. I actually like the idea of Alpha Dieter. I really do. I'm kind of going, huh, interesting. But then at the same time, maybe he just doesn't get bit. All I know is this is confirmation. We're going to see more Dieter. He's definitely going to be in the sequel. And he's definitely going to be alive, whether it's Alpha or he got away somehow. I think that's what this kind of did, kind of a little bit of confirmation when it comes to that. So, Alpha Dita versus Omega Vandero. Look at you, Joey, see? And there could be something right there. And then, you know, you guys got to realize, too, Gwendolyn is somewhere. When when you watch Army of the Dead, Gwendolyn is locked up somewhere. She is locked up somewhere. So, she's still going to come back, okay? And hopefully, uh, you know, Karina also is going to come back because, well, you know, we all love her, so... But yeah, interesting stuff right there. But pretty much, Zach confirmed that yes, we're definitely going to get more Dieter, which we all are. We're all great. We're all. It's all. We're all great with that. Thank you, Zach. He's a great character. Matthias is just super likable, and uh, can't wait to see what happens. I mean, we're gonna. He also talked about too in this. Uh, in other, I think I might have. I might have posted it, but he also talked about, too, he, went, he, he, said, he referenced a mural again, the mural that's on the, uh, on the Olympus uh, Casino Hotel, which we've talked about before. We see the mural. Zach is a fan of murals, obviously, you know, when you look at uh, the and Matters Justice League, murals of, like, what happened before this, as opposed to just showing you kind of tease what happened before this. And we're actually going to see that in Las Vegas that prequel we're going to see what's going to happen there might be jumping through some portals to go back into the Norse into the Norse realm see I'm telling you I'm thinking that this new Snyderverse that has the army verse the rebel verse and the Norse verse is all going to be in one it's crazy it's crazy to think about I think it all might be one big giant universe but I guess we'll see but I'm excited very excited Hey, hey, nothing wrong with this. Jeremy Irons and Tobin Bell lead cast in uh, Darren Lynn Bosman's horror cello. So it's a pick among growing number of productions to film in Saudi Arabia. So that's pretty cool because uh, Darren Lynn Bosman, he, of course, directed, uh, I think he directed 2 and 3, Saw 2 and 3, I want to say. So he's already, obviously, he's done pretty well in the horror genre. But, yeah, we're going to have these two starring... In his next horror movie. So that's pretty exciting. I like it. Definitely like it. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) How many... It hasn't even been like, what? Is it like two weeks? Three weeks since he got the voice of Mario? Now Chris Pratt is going to voice Garfield. There are other fucking actors... There are other there are plenty of voice actors, which, you know, that's what sucks is sadly ever since Robin Williams did the genie. You know, now it's like, oh, we got to get like a we got to get an actual name to voice these characters now. And, you know, it just kind of sucks because there's a lot of great voice actors out there that are just not going to get this work that they probably deserve. But it's like, my God. All right. So he's going to be Mario. And now he's going to be Garfield. To be honest, He probably fits Garfield better than Mario, if I'm honest. If I was going to say like, hey, if you had to pick one, he'd be better as Garfield than Mario because everybody's still kind of trying to wrap their heads around that. And I'm sure he's working with whatever the hell and he's going to do a decent Mario for sure. But I think like, eh, he's probably, you know, better off when it comes to Garfield. But what the shit, man? Can we get some other actors? I mean, even if it's another Chris actor, Chris Pine would be pretty, a pretty good voice for Garfield. Huh? How about Chris Pine? Do him instead. But My God, man. It's like, I like Chris Pratt. Don't get me wrong. I like Chris Pratt. I do. Very likable dude. But it just gets to a point where it's like, why the fuck can we get somebody else? You know? I mean, I know it's... But it's just... It's just crazy how you got Mario and Garfield, and all of a sudden, within, like, what, three weeks? It's happening. It's just, like, it's crazy, man. It's just, like, geez. <sighs> I don't know, man. David hates Chris because he's a Christian. No, I do not. I don't care. If you like whatever religion, that's fine. I don't particularly have a religion. I have the religion of Batman. That's me. I'm part of the religion of Batman. That's, that's, uh, that's the religion. That's, that's who I pray to, to, uh, to Batman, that's that's what I do. But no, I just uh, I like Chris Pratt, but I'm just like, come on, man. Let's get somebody else in there. You know, it's it just just the short amount of time that this happened. It was just like, come on. And a lot of people are not really liking this. There are people that were liking the fact that he was Mario and now are not liking this. It's kind of interesting, kind of interesting to see the pushback on this. Because when it came to the Mario cast, there wasn't really pushback on it. I didn't see a whole lot. But there was pushback on this, which I agree with. It's like, come on, man. Jeez. Chris Pratt to play Tom Holland in Dune 2. Right? Jeez. Exclusive! Nah, it's crazy. But there you go. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Hopefully you guys checked out the latest episode, of course, Batman the Fanimated. We talked about the Clock King, which is a fantastic villain in the Batman the Animated Series world. Uh, Of course, you can listen to it, or you could just, uh, you know, look on the channel. It's on the channel. Oh, and this is exciting, too, guys. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. The Boondock Saints 3. It is happening. Finally! Man, this trilogy is spanning over, like, three fucking decades. (laughs) My God. Uh, If you guys haven't seen... The first two Boondock Saints movie, man, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Watch them. Uh, First one, of course, is just absolutely fantastic. Second one's great, too. But, uh, yeah, Norman Reedus, Sean Patrick Flannery. They're reuniting with, of course, director Troy Duffy to do uh, do, uh, Boondock Saints 3. It's a great flick. It's a great flick. Yes, it's great. I mean, this was a movie... That the first movie when it came out, like I hadn't heard of it or nothing, but one of my good buddies was like, "Dude, you have to watch this movie. It's called Boondock Saints." And it was just it, it like for that when it came out on video, that was just what we would watch. We would just put it on if we were hanging out or we had people over. He was because he became my roommate at one point. If we had people over, it was just a movie that we put on. We just loved that movie so much, and it's a great flick. It's an indie flick. Like a lot, of, lot, not a lot of people knew about it, but I'm just so happy, so happy that because there was talks about them doing a third one, like shortly after the second one came out, but then nothing ever came to be, and now it's actually going to be happening. So, thank, thank you. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be absolutely great. I mean, these guys ain't getting any younger, but hey, you know what? Why not have a trilogy that spans over three decades? Let's do it. Let's do it. I used to have a Boondock Saints shirt, too, but uh, I don't have that anymore. Wish I did. Anyways, I thought this was hilarious right here. Spider-Man, no way off the bridge. Oh, no way off that bridge. Yeah, because every still that we see, everything that we've seen really so far always takes a place on that fucking overpass, right? Jays. Make sure you guys grab a copy of uh, Darren's uh, The Snyder verse Saga. Um, if you guys make sure you check out the vodka stream, too. He was on the Vodka stream talking about it on Friday. Great conversation. And like I said, I haven't read the whole thing, but man, the man put his, I mean, he put in the work. He put in a lot of work in this book. And it's not just talking about the Snyder Cut stuff. It's all the way from the beginning of Man of Steel that uh, he was, that the, all, that, that, it, that the book covers. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And he cites all his sources. It's just like, he just did a really fantastic job with it. So make sure you guys grab yourself a copy do that and then we have a new look of um i'm actually looking forward to this movie don't look up it looks pretty good i just didn't realize that t- t- timothy chalamet i didn't realize he was in it because well why not he's in every fucking movie that's out right now jesus christ not that i'm not, I'm not complaining he's a great actor yes you know i'm warming up to him because at first i was like who's this overrated skinny fuck? come on this guy this guy you guys want this guy to play robin God damn. My left thigh weighs more than him. What the hell? But uh know, but he's a good actor, but I didn't realize he was in this movie. So there you go. He's in this movie. I was <laughs> like because the trailer didn't have him, and I guess I just didn't process who was all in this movie, but yeah. Tiffany uh, Tiffany. I always want to call him Tiffany Chalamet. I don't know why that comes Timothy Chalamet. Uh, yeah. So but it looks like it's going to be a great movie anyways. If you guys haven't watched the trailer, watch the trailer. It looks pretty damn good. It looks pretty good. Uh, this is cool. Batman. That's a literal Batman right there, guys. Literal Batman. Like it. Like it. Oh, yeah. This is what I was talking about right here when he talks about uh, the Easter egg, which we all we all knew about already. But this is what he was talking about, Zach, right things here.
0: Things Army of the Dead that n- not many people have noticed, I don't think, is that when they go um, into the Olympus Hotel, the... Um, there's a, a, a sort of a relief, a painting nice watch. above the doorway. It's kind of, you know, the Olympus is based on sort of Greek mythology. So it has kind of a Greek um, classic um, entrance. And in the, in like a fresco above the doorway, tells a little bit of the story of the animated prequel that we're making and how they journey through a portal to find the origins of the zombie plague is told in that weird little mosaic things in army of the dead that yep. n- not many people
1: so that's cool so if you guys go watch army of the dead again or look it up you can actually see a little bit of that there's some weird shit there's some portals some kind of so some stuff in there where we're going to see the origin the origin of zeus essentially origin of zeus and where he came from but it just kind of makes you wonder kind of makes you wonders so here's the uh still right here the new still got released and yes yeah, still on that still on that bridge still on that bridge so, and then speaking of Ruby, ah, oh, Ruby, she's excited. I'm taking in this, I'm not, sh- I think this is in, I don't know where this is at. But anyways, I think it's New York, maybe, yeah. But uh, she's excited. She's adorable. We love her. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Like it a lot. Excited. And then uh, this is what's coming out. This is another busy month. We got another busy month of... Of movies that are coming out right now. We got Eternals, we got Spencer, which is looking interesting. Belfast, King Richard, Come On, Come On. That's that uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie that's coming out. Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom, Acanto, Mother Sunday, House of Gucci, The Humans, and then Licorice Pizza. So we got some good flicks coming out. Got some good flicks coming out. Some of these, I'm kind of wondering, like, which one is that one? I'm not sure what Mothering Sunday is exactly, but you know, we've got a lot of that. Those are the movies that are going to be coming out right there. Okay, so going to be another busy month of watching movies. Check this out, guys! Exclusive. We got a Neo Matrix from the Matrix Resurrections right here. Neo, look at that. He's literally the Matrix. I got to get this. I have to have this. This is amazing. I'm going to order this shit because my God, I got to have that. And I'll when I scroll down, there's they actually they're going to have, of course. Uh, Funko pop just announced like they're they announced today or they showed off today their matrix resurrections pops But that is so fucking cool. That is badass right there. So yeah So put your orders in uh, bam right here. So exclusive pop vinyl neo in the matrix that looks so freaking cool, man I can't wait to get that can't wait to get that Okay, we'll talk more about that This is pretty funny right here He's all guess who I'm dressed up as <laughs> You're you're just Bruce Wayne with glasses. Exactly. (laughs) That's good. That's good right there. That's a good joke. It's a good meme. I like it. I dig it. And we got Nicolas Cage. According to uh, Mr. RPK, Nicolas Cage is reportedly set to return for both National Treasure 3 and 4. I didn't know they were going to do two movies. And he'll also make a cameo appearance in the TV series. That's right. Hey, more Nicolas Cage, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. That's right. I didn't know they were doing two movies, though. So, And then, oh, look at this gorgeous woman right here. So she had, so uh, Miss Daniela Melchior, I, I never say her last name right, but uh, this was her Halloween costume right here. You know, she had to do something with a rat, right? But she started to do something with rat Ratatouille, and she nailed it right here.
0: I should probably
1: mute that. Look at that. Looking as gorgeous as possible, of course. So that's her, that's, that was her costume right here. Wearing the the chef's costume and then having the rat on her shoulder. Try not to fall in love. Just try not to. But, yeah, she nailed it. Good job. Nice shoes, by the way. Those look comfy. Those look super comfy. But, yeah, so absolutely nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. And then we have an exclusive clip. I won't play the clip right here, but... uh, Basically you can get to uh, you can now get your IMAX tickets for Ghostbusters Afterlife which oh I've been waiting for this movie forever and they put they posted a clip where they're trying to open a trap and sure enough something comes out of the trap which is not good so it's a good clip really enjoyed it can't wait for this movie been waiting for this movie forever so and yes guys pretty much <laughs> this is this nails it right here because Jesus Christ I was watching Sunday I was watching the, no I was watching um the World Series last night. They are they were already playing Christmas fucking commercials, man. Already playing Christmas commercials. Like Jesus, it's like Halloween's not even over yet and I'm seeing old Navy Christmas commercials already. But uh yeah. I thought this was a pretty cool meme right there. So and then, um, apparently a bat named, uh, there was a bat that's named bird of the year in 2021 in controversial decision. Yeah, why not? I mean, it was because of a, of a, of a bat, right? That we that there's a crazy little virus that's, uh, running around. Yeah. So good on the bat. I mean, casual Batman probably digs that maybe. I don't know. And then, uh, we have this rumor right here. This is from, uh, well, it's from Grace. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, I know some people don't like what she has to say, but, you know, she's not entirely wrong all the time. Uh, You have to take everything with a grain of salt. But this is apparently what she heard right here when it comes to the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, because we keep on hearing that there's probably going to be. You know, it's funny because I think on Friday or Thursday last week, I don't know, I saw like a tweet That's some, I don't know, they they tweeted out that it's been 70% confirmed that this new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is showing up today. What the fuck does that mean? 60% of the time, it works every time. How can something be 70% confirmed? It's either confirmed or not. It's either 100% or zero. There's no fucking middle ground. Confirmed or not confirmed. That's it. You could have said like 100. You could have said like 70. I, this 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 Twitter could have said like 70 percent sure. They could have said that, but confirmed. No, you don't say that. But anyways, when it comes to this trailer, apparently, according to her, it says Sony reportedly wants to show Toby and Andrew in the next Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, but Kevin Feige doesn't. What do you think they should do? See, and I've thought about this. I've even talked about this. What would we want to see in that next trailer? Personally, I don't need another trailer. But I know they have to do. They have to put out another trailer because that's just the way it is. I personally could be okay. I'm still gonna go watch it. I'm still pretty excited about it to see what happens, see how they deal with the multiverse, the Spideyverse, and then of course seeing Toby and Andrew back in their costumes. Absolutely. But do you show them in the next? To me, I think there should be a little bit of a tease. Just show a tease. Maybe hear their voices. I don't know. Maybe see their silhouettes. I don't know. I don't know if they should. To me, I don't think they should show them full on. I think they should. There should just be like a little bit of a tease, right? At the end. Look at the end of uh, the last Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. All right, they didn't show. They didn't show the uh, the three remaining Ghostbusters. They didn't show Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, or Dan Aykroyd. But they teased Dan Aykroyd. They teased Ray. Phone rings. He picks it up and says, "We're closed." Something like that. Just do something like that. That's what they should do. Find that middle ground. Just do it like that. Tease it with something. I don't know. They just shouldn't like. Don't show them full on. I think wait to show them full on until the movie, but tease, tease it. Nothing wrong with teasing it. That's what that's what I think they should do. OK, and that's what I've been saying for a, for a bit It's like, no, nah, just tease them don't actually show them don't show them in action don't show them all together don't blow the wad because we see that way too much remember like remember when bbs that third trailer came out and they kind of just blew the wad and even though we knew doomsday was going to show up and we knew that the trinity was going to come together it just kind of fucked you know it just it would have been nice to just see that, you know, you could have teased it a little bit, but they just flat out were like, yeah, here here it is. Here's that glorious shot of the Trinity right here in the trailer. And it was like, ah, don't do that. Please, for the love of God, do not do that. Just tease it. Just tease it. That's that's what I'd say right there. That's what I should say, yeah. Anyways, hopefully that's what they do, but I guess we'll see. All right, and speaking of costumes, this is a, this is a great costume right here. Look at that. <laughs> oh man come on that's that's fucking talk about being creative man talk about being creative that's pretty awesome i like it and then there's a new rumor that <laughs> uh modok who he might be showing up in the mcu and it might be might be jim carrey which all right perfectly fine by me that'll work it's a crazy character uh we got liz wonder She's posting some more stuff. She, uh, look at that. She's in the golden armor, the beginning of, uh, of course, the first Wonder Woman. Looking, (laughs) I mean, she's just like, just she's like almost a carbon copy of fucking Gal Gadot right there. You look at it, you're like, Jesus Christ, she's her twin. But, uh, she was posting that earlier. So good on Liz. And here we go, guys. Here's the Funko Pops right here. Yes. So we got, of course, Neo with a beard, and then we got. Uh, trinity and we got morpheus so what's interesting about morpheus there's also another morpheus that's coming out too where he has a jacket on but the fact that i didn't realize this purple glasses purple glasses what happens when you combine red and blue you get purple interesting rubbing my chin i don't know if that means anything but remember That therapist in the beginning, Neil Patrick Harris, he's wearing the blue glasses, you know? So now it's just like, eh, very interesting. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Just something I thought about. I was like, oh, yeah, purple glasses. Interesting. But I could be looking way too into it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that Eternals thing, whatever. Um, (laughs) And here's an unofficial look at uh, uh, the Bat Bike that's going to be in the Flash right here, which just looks so freaking awesome gotta love it from mm toys mm toys good it's good Elon Musk okay so uh I know some people kind of hate on Elon Musk you know I I personally don't I'm like hey Elon please save us you know do whatever you have to do to save us but I know some people like hate him because he's like the richest man in the world but uh this was kind of cool right here because Somebody did a fact check. 2% of Elon Musk's wealth is $6 billion. In 2020, the UN World Food Program uh, raised $8.4 billion. How come it didn't solve world hunger? So what did uh, Elon Musk respond? He said, if WFP can describe on this Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion will solve world hunger, I will sell Tesla stock right now and do it. But it must be open source accounting so public sees precisely how the money is spent. So too many people nowadays just think you could just throw money at a problem. Just throw some money at it. That doesn't work. I mean, it kind of works. Yeah. Money, of course. Yes. But what Elon is saying right here is like, show me the plan and make it public. Because he doesn't want like people pocketing this shit, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was like, hey, yeah, work with him right there. Nah, he I think he would. I think he would. I think Elon would do stuff. I think he would. But he doesn't. I mean, but you just can't throw money at the problem. I think he would. Uh, I think he if there was an actual solution that we could do it, he would actually we can actually do it. Yeah, I know some people don't like Elon, but I'm like, come on. He is—he's uh, a smart dude, and he's uh, one of the richest guys in the world. I'm just saying, and I thought that was actually smart because it's like you can't just throw money at it. You have to have an actual full-fledged problem, and then of course there's just going to be people that take advantage of that shit, which happens sadly. Anyways, back to the movie stuff. This was funny. Let's just bring back Aunt May. She could take him. She could take him on. I like that. And then of course Florence Pugh, this was her costume right here, which she's awesome too. What did you miss? Your costume is so amazing. You look so. <laughs> what did you miss? Your costume is so amazing. Come on, so- that's great. What did you miss? Your costume. And then the weekend, Jesus Christ, this guy, fucking a, he went full fledged like, all right, just gonna be the Godfather right here. Why not? Look at that. That is pretty amazing. Pretty damn amazing. Yeah, and then there's my tweets about the uh, the World Series game last night. And then, of course, um, I was posting my reviews. And, hey, look at that. These guys worked it out, even though technically, you know, Apollo, he killed Apollo. But still, they worked it out. But uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. And here's some Michelle Yeoh. Uh, she went as a Freeman. So that's pretty cool. As a Freeman, Not a Freeman. Freeman, sorry. Um, and then imagine this, guys. Imagine this, Rebel Moon. We hear we finally get the reveal of the cast and Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is in the cast of Rebel Moon. How awesome would that be? Please let that happen. Please. That'd be sweet. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I haven't heard anything. Don't think I have. I know some people were wondering if I did. I just thought I just when I saw this tweet right here, I went, "Oh, that would be pretty cool." You know? Cuz technically this is this is Zack Snyder's This is Zack Snyder's um, Star Wars, so why not? And then speaking of awesome costumes, fucking uh, Steve Buscemi, he wins. He wins also because he dresses up like the meme that we always use. And Like, you know, when he shows up and, how you doing, fellow kids? How do you do, fellow kids? So he dressed up as his own meme. These celebrities are killing it, man. They're killing it with their fucking costumes this year. That's for damn sure. That was pretty cool. Love that. And uh, right here, I mean, yeah. They're making this correlation right here. Netflix geeked when Zack Snyder produced movie name drops the upcoming Zack Snyder created animated Norse mythology series while also referencing the previous Zack Snyder directed Netflix movie. I am here for it. The Snyderverse, guys. The Snyderverse. The new Snyderverse. It's very exciting because I'm kind of wondering. I'm, the question is, does it, is it all together? It is crazy. But yes, yeah, Twilight of the Gods. That's what the Norse anime is going to be called so i'm just it just seems like it's all something right here it's crazy it's crazy this is pretty funny y'all got any more of that spice yeah and then at the Batgirl suit. And then we got this then we got the lovely leslie grace of course our uh, the Batgirl girl that's coming out she decided to go as a a bat girl a version of Batgirl. girl look at that There you go. Exclusive right there. Uh, It's not a bad costume. Did you see that kick? All right. That's a good kick. That's one of the things I was noticing. Look at that kick. That's good form. That's good fucking form. She's been training her ass off. You know? She's been training her ass off. And that's a good kick. It's definitely a good kick right there. So, there you go. Preview onto her... uh, the way she's going to kick. I like it. And then this was pretty good right here from uh, JWT Cosplay. Pizza time. There you go. Creative. I like it. I like it. And then here's another creative costume. Costumes. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Everybody dressed in yellow. We get it, right? <laughs> they did a good job. I mean, how do you collaborate that? It's funny too because the costumes aren't that elaborate. It's just like everybody's wearing yellow, and he's wearing like a little bald cap kind of thing. So that's pretty good too. So I like it. And then we got a uh, we got a sandworm right here from Dune that somebody uh, made themselves. Creative, like it. Uh, we got a Riddler right here. That's pretty badass. Uh, and then we got these guys. <laughs> These guys, of course, doing the meme, the Spider-Man meme, pointing at each other. That must be kind of weird, though, because like, they must be, like, have to walk everywhere and, just, and then randomly do it. So that's pretty good. I like that. Hey, here's another example of studio suits that don't, don't know shit. They don't know how to make movies. Another example right here that just got revealed. This is from a Tia, this is from a, a Hollywood Reporter article. The studio behind Scream initially hated the opening sequence with Drew Barrymore so much that Wes Craven almost lost his job over wanting to keep it. Yeah, that's right. The very scene that is big time iconic when it comes to horror genre, specifically the slasher genre. That scene. When you see countdowns and you see people talking about scenes in horror movies, that scene is always talked about because that, of course, started off the Scream franchise, which we're getting a fifth movie, what, in January? The studios, the studio that was running this, those suits up there, hated it and almost fired Wes Craven because of it. Crazy. That's insane. It just shows you another Example of studio suits, these assholes that are up in their fucking, you know, whatever that their big, huge corner offices, sipping scotch and doing God knows what. Determining what should be in these movies. It's Ridiculous, man. That's just crazy. It's crazy to think about. Crazy to think about. Yep. And then there's a little behind the scenes right here of uh, Army of Thieves, the bike scene specifically. It's pretty cool. You always like you see how the sausage is made. Creative. Gotta like it. It's cool shit. Yes, I had all these when I was a kid. Land before time. Yep. Went to Pizza Hut a lot. And I think I had every single one of those. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Ducky, Littlefoot. Uh, I forgot what these two. Turtle. And I forgot. What was the Triceratops one? I totally forgot the name of that. Ducky little foot turtle and i'm told something with a horn right something horn i don't know something like that and hey guys we got a new uh ink to the people shirt that was designed by uh butter bar right here so uh this is the new design right here for the new shirt that's coming up when it comes to ink to the ink to the people and another basically another zack snyder's justice league type shirt right there so that's a pretty cool design very cool design uh yep and speaking of Tim, Timothy Chalamet yep there's uh there's Denny enjoying watching him so there you go Moonfall I'm looking forward to this movie I don't know about you but I'm looking forward to it uh, a Roland Emmerich disaster flick why the fuck not and apparently it look and I was wondering about this after watching that first trailer I'm like is the moon are they going to go with like the hollow moon conspiracy If you guys want to go down a rabbit hole, I've been down the rabbit hole, just type in Hollow Moon. There's a conspiracy that the moon is actually a spaceship. Yes, that's right. You know, kind of almost uh, Truman Show-esque, but there's aliens that are watching us and blah, blah, blah in there. It's uh, it's pretty interesting, but it looks like that's the concept that they're going for when it comes to moonfall right there. So it looks like it's got the Hollow Moon concept right there, and there's going to be aliens and shit. But, I mean, look at this cast, man. You know, Holly Berry, Patrick Wilson— and uh, I still, I'm still trying to prove that I'm related to this man, uh, Michael Michael Peña, Donald Sutherland, Kelly Yu. Yeah, man. Come on. Ooh, Kelly Yu. That's right. I'm wonder if I can try to get her on again when uh, the movie comes out. That'd be sweet. Uh, and cra- Congratulations to um, Mask of Shy, Mr. Alessandro, who's done some of my art. Apparently HBO Max Car- Caribbean, they posted it out. It says, are DC fans astonishingly talented? Yep. Am I going to stop showing you their art nope so there you go look at that We got that poster right there and then this poster right here which is like oh my god wouldn't that be sweet that would definitely that's justice league part two right there that is full-on justice league part two right there god damn that's a good poster beautiful absolutely beautiful poster congratulations to uh mr scott mcclellan uh, Ohio Dave, Dave Avery, he was he did a 24-hour stream, crazy, taking donations, 24 hours, insane, guy's insane, um, and just donating, 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 and apparently uh, Scott McClellan won, so he gets like a signed copy. Ray Porter, Zack Snyder, Ray Fisher, they signed the copies, so congratulations, to Mr. Scott McClellan, for getting that, so good job. I like it. I like this, too. That's pretty cool, Justice League Dark, in the, uh, the sense of, uh, well... Obviously, it's like the Beetlejuice cover right there, so it's good artwork right there. I like it. Uh, This wins, too. There you go. These kids dressed up as uh, Will and Carlton. I like it. It's awesome. This is pretty funny, too, taking that Spider-Man meme, (laughs) applying it to uh, the thing. It's good stuff. It's damn good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the box office. Cool. Um, And apparently, hey, apparently the... uh, See, this is what i love about this is what i love about this franchise because just like the what's his name uh youtube videos in army of the dead actually exist so does sebastian supercracker they actually exist youtube channel exists oops you can't help me um very meta i love it gotta love it and then yes guys obviously you saw i did dress up as ace ventura for Halloween, and I appreciate all the uh, the kind words. Yeah, it was uh it was almost a last minute. It was almost a last minute uh, costume idea, but I was like, all right, I might as well. And sure enough, when I went on Amazon, because I thought, okay, I could I have I have boots and I have a wife beater. I need a Hawaiian shirt. I need striped pants, and I need the wig. And sure enough, they already had all that in a kit, and I was like, sweet. So. It all worked out, and uh, yeah, so went over to uh, my friend's house. This is not my dog, by the way. This is their dog. It, this dog, fun fact, this dog was almost, almost became my dog because because uh, they found this dog, and we found this dog in their driveway, and I almost took him home, but then they ended up keeping him because I couldn't handle a dog at the moment, so. But yeah, so took some pictures with the dog. His name's Chewy. He looks very frightened right there, which he should because I'm making a weird face. And then, yeah, I did dance like that at one point. The wig, the wig had a problem, like, staying up. But, yeah, there's my buddies right there. Um, one of them went as uh, Ghostface, and then uh, my buddy Kyle went as John Lennon. <laughs> it's pretty fun. We went to this place. I was ha- having the whole thing. But this wins right here. Jesus Christ. Look at this. Somebody went as Gabriel and Malignant. That's pretty awesome. Costumes, man. Crazy. All right, I think that's enough with the tweets, Jace. Ah, always do that. All right, enough of the tweets. Let's talk about some of this stuff. Let's talk about the Eternals right now. <laughs> All right, let's first talk about the Eternals. Uh, someone save that poor dog. T- now no, the dog's f- the dog loves me. Chewy, he loves me. What are you talking about? It was just he was just probably wondering like what the hell is happening right now? Why you, why why are you making that face at me? Don't, don't worry, don't worry. The dog's fine. The dog's fine. He loves me. Don't worry. Um. Anyways, <laughs> don't worry, Rosemary. He's good. Anyways, all right. So so this is uh, obviously with the video in the beginning you guys saw. I mean, it's uh, it's what's happening right now. Let's see. Do I have it up? Yep. Let's see. I'm going to refresh the page. Is it still? Yep. It still very much is. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is right there, guys. So. The uh, Eternals is now rotten. Oh, no. What's going to happen? Not a goddamn thing. That's the thing. This is like, this is new ground for MCU fanboys out there. New ground. They don't know how to feel about this. And, yeah, there was a lot of stupid fucking tweets from the normal stupid people. And there's just people that have to, of course, you know, tweet about BVS's Rotten Tomato score or whatever the hell. They have to do all that. It's just ridiculous when they have to... It's like, what the hell? What are you even talking about when it when it comes to that? I know there's a particular Twitter handle that just cannot they can't go a day. It almost seems like they just can't go a day without like throwing some shade at at, at Zack Snyder and whatnot. It's just they live. He lives rent free in their heads. But uh, yeah, it's new ground, man. This is new ground. I mean, like I already did last week. We kind of read through some of these uh, some of these reviews. But yeah, it's dipped under. So, I'm you know, it's going to be interesting. I say good. I say good, and I said, this last, I said this last week. I say good. I'm glad it's a mixed bag because that just shows me that, hey, this is something different. This is definitely something full-on different when it comes to the MCU. I enjoyed Shang-Chi. I enjoyed Shang-Chi like crazy, and I thought that was a fresh, it was a different character, was a fresh character, some fresh origin, some fresh um, culture with it. I thought it was great. But this, this is interesting. Because even though Shang-Chi, you know, was something fresh, it still was very much praised, which, you know, it still had the beats of like, okay, this, that, and this, and there's still some things. But when it comes to this, I'm like wondering what the hell is going on with this movie. Now you got me more intrigued. I'm actually a little more hyped for this movie now. The fact that it's not a critic darling like all the other fucking movies in the MCU, I'm actually kind of going, all right, maybe we have something here. Maybe, but we'll see. I'm not going to, I'm going to walk in, fret, I'm going to walk in with just like, I don't have the highest expectation. I still don't, I, you know, just from what I've seen, I'm actually pretty tired of seeing the same fucking trailer over and over and over again. I got, I'm like, oh, here we go. Every time, it was like every movie, like the last like six movies I watched, they see the same Eternals trailer and I'm kind of, I was just like, Jesus Christ, can we get a new trailer or could you just stop? It's just over and over again, but. Um, But yeah, this is intriguing. I'm going to walk in and see, and I'm going to critique it accordingly, just like I always do. I'm not going to let this sway my decision or anything like that. So, but hey, it's cool. Just like a milkshake. Uh, What? Just like a milk, chocolate milkshake only (laughs) Shang-Chi. Interesting. But yeah, so it's intriguing. It's pretty much, it's, it's pretty intriguing. The fact of the matter of that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I already got my tickets for Thursday, I'm seeing it at 6 o'clock. So, yeah, of course, I'll do my first reaction review, and we'll see, man. I'm, I'm hoping that it's something uh, unique and special. I'm sure it's not going to be full on like, oh, uh, yep. I already think there's going to be some moments I'm going to be like, yeah, all right. I don't know, but it's just new ground. I just love the fact that it's new it's new territory for MCN, and, and, and then the excuses of it. And all of a sudden, there it's like, oh, yeah, who gives a shit about Rotten Tomatoes? So it's like, yeah! That's what we've been saying, and that's what's always funny about what, what's, what happens when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, because I always say it. I'm like, why is it that everybody claims that they don't give a shit about Rotten Tomatoes, yet when something happens, whether it's against or for the movie that you like or like you want to like – Everybody just like uses it for their narrative. I hate that. I really hate that. I like Rotten Tomatoes. To me, it's like when I want to look at some reviews, it's like, yeah, I actually look and read the reviews. and want to see. And then, of course, I like the fact that, yes, it's a collection of reviews. I don't like the rating system. I'll give it that. I hate the rating system. I prefer the see. They used to have it where you had the average rating system where it was broken down a little bit better. I hate the fucking tomato meter. I think that's a shitty way to rate a movie. You know, sixty percent, and then it's good or not. I just hate that. I like the, I liked it when it was the average rating system. I'd rather have something like that. But it's just funny because now you have people that are not too fond of the MCU that are using this for that, and then then the other people are like, I don't give a shit about Rotten Tomatoes. So like, well, you gave a shit with you know the twenty five other movies. But overall, who gives a shit? It's still gonna do well at the box office people are still going to go see it. when i when i bought my tickets this week the fucking theater was already f- almost fully packed i was lucky enough to get decent pretty decent seats for me and my brother and so it's still going to do well it's still going to further everything it's not going to hurt anything if anything maybe it's going to help it i don't know but who gives a shit right <sighs> but i just it's just kind of funny when you see the reaction and it's just barely rotten at 59% that's why when steven made that video that I, that I um, played in the beginning. I thought it was just absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. Oh, we're not talking about that yet. Um, absolutely perfect. But now we're going to talk about Army of Thieves. Now we're going to talk about Army of Thieves. Uh, let's see here. Uh, bup, 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 bup. Sorry. Let's talk about Army of Thieves now. Uh, let's see. There we go. Switch the logo. Switch the logo. Switch the logo. All right, uh, and look at that. And we got Mr. Swenson tweeting out some good... Oh, that's right, I always forget that Hans Zimmer did some Spidey stuff right there. I always forget about that. So, all right, so let's see. What am I looking for here? Oh, yeah, my profile. There we go. Okay. So I was going to zip yep, right here. So where did Zach... Then I just retweeted it out? I can't find it now. Where is it at? Not Zach. Right here. Here we go. All right. So... The number one movie in 90-plus countries right here, of course, is uh, uh, Army of Thieves. So there you go. Good job, everybody. Good job. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is what I'm talking about. Number one movie on Netflix in 90-plus countries. And, of course, Zach even uh, veeroed out that, yes, it, it was Army of the Dead was trending. And, you know, and this movie, of course, was... Uh, was a uh, big time, uh, here, let me, my screen right here. oops, there we go, sorry, I didn't have that, my screen up right there, so, yeah, and even Zach was like, totally thanking everybody on Vero, and uh, everybody was enjoying it, number one, so, it's very much the army-verse of this new Snyderverse is kicking all kinds of ash, that's right, that's right, kicking all kinds of ash right there, so, that's good good job guys i watched it again over the weekend and like i said it's just it's just a very enjoyable watch just a very enjoyable watch um you know it just has all the it has all the cool tropes to it and everything why is it that okay hold on sorry like why is that not working Eh. Streamlabs is being really weird right now that's for damn sure so i don't know but um yeah Good job, guys. Good job promoting this movie. Good job watching this movie and enjoying it and throwing it out there and doing everything right there. so yes, good job guys. Proud of you, proud of Zach, proud of Matthias and everybody. I'm glad uh, to see that this uh, universe is going to be kicking big time so all right now let's talk about let's talk about new gods let's talk about new gods. <laughs> All right, so we did. We already saw this. Uh, we saw this uh, here, right here. Let me bring it up right here. So this is uh, Ava DuVernay. Apparently, when she was promoting the uh, the Kaepernick series, which um, I saw a clip from the Kaepernick series. First off, Kaepernick does not have any kind of presence at all uh, when it comes to talking, and apparently they were they were comparing, getting paid millions of dollars. They were comparing that to slavery. Sure, I guess. You can pay me millions and millions of dollars to... I don't know exactly what they were going for right there. But yeah, when it comes to that Kaepernick doc, that just, I don't even know what the fuck. I don't know what the hell, because you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to be in the best shape of your life and to uh, play a game. is comparable to slavery, apparently. I, have, I I don't know what they were trying to go for right there. But anyways... So right here, this is what she had to say when it came to. Uh, I know, I know, I gotta say. Ca- I know, I gotta, I gotta be careful. I'll get canceled. But this is what she had to say when it came to New Gods, and somebody asked her about New Gods.
0: Loved um, New Gods, which is the project that got uh, axed. Um, the studio decided that they did not want to pursue a certain part of that comic world, based on some things that were going on oh. with another film in that world. Okay. So before I even was able to kind of complete my script with Tom King, they axed it. But I had already had two projects going. Loved.
1: Okay, so first off, we've t- we've talked about it time and time again on the Vox stream. Mainly is that she never really got a green light. I think it was always supposed to be a pitch. And the fact that it was, I mean, how long ago was that? I mean, I remember I was I was literally working at. I've had like. Three jobs since then. I was working at a totally different place where I was. Um, I had to go. I was like in a in a company vehicle and whatnot. And I remember I had stopped at this AMPM and I looked at my phone and everybody was talking about how Ava DuVernay is going to be handling New Gods and it was like, all right, interesting. And then all of a sudden we didn't hear shit about it for a long time. So it was always very interesting. And then all of a sudden Tom King got involved. It never went anywhere. It just never went anywhere. And and now. You know, obviously it got canceled and a lot of us were kind of wondering what was going to happen with it because, you know, obviously new gods were shown in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And now she's saying it right here that, I, you know, who knows if she's directly, ta- if she's directly talking about the Snyder Cut. It sounds like it. it sounds like it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Is she throwing shade at Zack Snyder? Probably not. She's just answering the question. But at the same time, so when people were going back and forth, the discourse about this was kind of interesting because it's like, well, she can't blame Zack Snyder. She cannot at all blame Zack Snyder, which I hope that she is not doing. And I think she isn't doing. I'll get her for, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her the benefit of the doubt that she's not blaming Zack Snyder because obviously not his fault. This movie was supposed to come out in 2017, okay? And, you know, not his fault that he showed us a pretty awesome New Gods, <laughs> or some of them at least, you know? Not his fault. Not his fault um to me it seemed like this was not going anywhere i mean how many years how many years that was like in 2017 too i believe or 2018 beginning of 2018 i don't know that we heard that she was writing the script and it just was like not going anywhere and i don't think it was actually greenlit we've talked about that like i said it didn't sound like it was actually greenlit and a lot of people were not really wanting it i i was going to give her the benefit of the doubt too because i thought wrinkle in time was a shit sandwich but you know you have movies like selma she ha she she knows how to make movies. Yeah, when it comes to a big scale, who knows. Wrinkle on Time could have very much been like a Disney fuckery or whatever the fuck. But that movie sucked. It did. At least in my opinion, it sucked. I was very bored and goddamn. It seemed like it had all the potential in the world and it was pretty bad. So I didn't have a lot of confidence. I didn't have a lot of, I'll, I'll 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 be perfectly frank. I didn't have a lot of confidence when it came to her. So um but I'm just saying like if she's throwing some shade at if she's throwing shade at Zack Snyder, well She shouldn't. It's not his fault. She should be throwing throwing shade at Warner Brothers, naturally, which is what you should do because, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah.
0: Psycho yeah, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers.
1: Yeah, exactly. Suck it Yeah, yeah Warner, Brothers. Warner Brothers. There you go. Say it twice. Um, but yeah, I just hope that she's not really throwing any shade. I don't think hopefully she's not. She did like some tweets that, yeah, that's true. And remember the she she likes she liked the tweets that um, uh, what's her name uh, what's her name when she was complaining Jessica Chastain when she was complaining about the the Amazon's costumes. Remember she did throw some sh- she threw uh, she threw some she she did like that tweet where Jessica Chastain was throwing sh- shade at the costumes that Zack Snyder was using. So did she show any support? To Zack Snyder's Justice League, I don't remember seeing any support. So, that's interesting too. Got to take that in. I think there's a little bit of shade, yeah, possibly. But at the same time, it's like she should be throwing shade at Warner Brothers if she's do if she's in fact doing that. If she's in fact throwing some shade, which I think there's a little bit there, there definitely is. She should be throwing it mainly at Warner Brothers, mainly at Warner Brothers. It's not Zack's fault at all. Not Zack's fault. I think uh, didn't didn't Deborah say like sh- that they wanted to work with like a filmmaker she wanted they, they wanted to work with her, I think they name dropped her like in Justice Con or something like that I don't know, I remember the, I remember there was like a name drop somewhere where they they name dropped Ava DuVernay or at least Deborah did, so there should not be any shade that's thrown at Zack Snyder, and if that's the case then you know fuck that come on you can't do that you can't do that, it's like hey you had other projects going on. You got the naomi project that's coming out which you know a dc fandom that 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 tease looked decent i thought i was like all right i'll give it a shot but um yeah let's saying I mean, let's face it when you when you, when everybody starts going crazy about what zach was doing with the new gods with Darkseid and whatnot um yeah it's kind of be kind of hard to match that and i'm pretty sure that that's yeah that is what in fact killed it but what can you do you know There's nothing you can do about that so WB canceled it because of a movie that's not canon. I don't know. I don't know why exactly. I, I just never, th- I, they, they. to me, it was never officially, you know, to us, it was never officially greenlit. How do you, you know, how do you cancel something that's not really greenlit? Seems like they were trying to come up with a pitch. And maybe she had, like, who knows how many different versions of the script that she had. And maybe she kept pitching it. And then went, no, that's not what we're looking for. And then all of a sudden, they see what Zach did. And they're like, well, everybody's kind of freaking out about that. You guys aren't doing what that is. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, we're talking about Ava DuVernay. That's all. League of Mayhem. Oh, it was on League of Mayhem. There you go. That's where Deborah said it. Where she said she would like to work with a filmmaker when they asked her what filmmaker, and Deborah said Aver Duvernay. So if Aver DuVernay is throwing shade at Snyders, well then that's then fuck that. I'm just saying. Fuck that. And then it's like then I'll just be like, ha ha <laughs> Like, sorry. Nobody wanted your movie. I'll I'll give her the benefit of the doubt that she maybe wasn't doing that a little bit, but she did again like that tweet from Jessica Chastain, which was a stupid tweet, but anyways, that's it. Alright, so. Alright. Finally, can I watch this now? I'm gonna watch the Boba Fett trailer. Okay, so let me see here. I already got it pulled up right here. We're good. Alright. Um boop, boop, boop. Alright. So, looking forward to this. Let's go to this Boba Fett trailer, Book of Boba Fett, which I have not watched yet. Uh, A lot of people are talking about of course, on the timeline. So, here we go. Am I, like, really delayed? There we go. No, we're good. All right. So, here we go, guys. Book of Boba Fett. Let's turn it up a little bit, and let's get excited. Alright, that's already creeping me out. I'm a little arachnophobic and not a
0: bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise.
1: Okay. Costume, of course, looks
0: great. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer.
1: Have I ruled with fear?
0: I intend to rule with respect.
1: I didn't make Boba Fett a good guy.
0: You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt.
1: I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial.
0: Why speak of conflict? When corporation can make us all rich. Huh. What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please. Speak freely. Hmm.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Well, all right, then. Looks good. Looks good. A little bit of a sleeper kind of uh, a trailer, though. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like... I don't know. You don't want to show too much and how much action is going to be in. it. I mean, I guess when you compare it to like the Mandalorian trailers, those trailers were like, oh, you know, but this one a little more subtle, a little more because it's like essentially it's supposed to be like an anti-hero type thing. I mean, obviously, when it came to the Mandalorian in that episode or he was involved, it's kind of like, all right, now Boba Fett's kind of a good guy, but still a bad guy. And now he's taking over for Jabba when it comes to the story. So that's going to be interesting. So, it's, so now you got a bad guy who's taken over for another bad guy, and then there's all these other bad guys. So he's a less of a bad guy. That's how you're pretty much doing it right there. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm down for it. I mean, Boba Fett. It's about time. I mean, it's so funny because I always find it funny. And it, it, there's something very interesting about the character of Boba Fett. It's the fact that well, first off. Are we going to find out how he got out of the uh, how did he go, the desert's asshole? How did he get out of the creature? <laughs> you know, how did he get out? I always forget the name of the creature. I'm sure somebody will say it in the chat. You know, how did he end up getting out of that creature? Which, you know, when it was explained by C-3PO to Han Solo and and Luke about how they'd be digested over like a thousand years and whatever the fuck. Uh, Let's see. Uh, yeah, Sarlacc. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of wondering like, how does he? Are we gonna get fully that Starlight Pit? Yeah, there you go. I always thought it was better. I didn't like. I didn't like the revamped. I didn't like uh, when when Lucas like added tentacles and a face. It looked like uh, you know, like what's his name from a uh, little shop of horrors. Like feed me. I, I didn't like. I liked it when it was just like the hole with the spikes. I really did i liked it better when it was like that but when like george lucas went back and added like some more shit to it i didn't really like that i didn't like the face added to it i liked that it was actual pit with like these teeth like these spikes and stuff like that i like that i like that better but anyways but uh maybe we'll actually see that are we gonna get a flashback of that because i've always wanted to know like how can we actually see him escaping that because you know He's a dude playing a dude who's usually a different kind of dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the anus versus the shell, yes. Um, you guys are funny. No, but I I hope we get a flashback of that because I kind of want to see like how he got out of that situation. But it's always funny because Boba Fett was always a fan favorite, but he barely did anything. He barely did anything. You go back and watch those movies, what the fuck did he do? When he finally, like, we saw the jetpack, what happened? He just, boop, oh, oh, and then he fell into the fucking... Hit. He didn't do much. Now, we're actually going to see him do something. So, that's good. I remember having, like, a really cool Boba Fett shirt because it just looked badass. I think it was just because he was a bounty hunter and he wasn't, like, a Jedi or something like that and his costume looked really cool. I think that was, that was, uh, that's the reason why, like, everybody was like, oh, my God, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, you know? And I think even Family Guy made a joke about it uh, in one of their episodes where Peter was saying, like, that uh, he would give up certain, like, certain figures figurines that he certain toys that he had of star wars but he'd never give up the boba fett you know so i don't know boba fett was always like that he was just always that that, that character that everybody just loved but he barely did anything barely did anything so then of course we had jenga fett too in the prequels which was interesting so anyways looks in- interesting i'm gonna watch it regardless trailer little uh you know didn't hype me up as much as I was hoping, but, you know, what can he do? Anyways, still good. Still good. Still can't wait to see it. All right. Now we got the uh, Morbius uh, featurette that's happening right here, too. So let me go to this. So Morbius, apparently we're going to be getting a full trailer tomorrow. Finally, another trailer. Jesus Christ. I mean, that first trailer came out, what, 2019, I want to say? This movie's just been sitting, just been sitting. just been sitting around. So let me let's watch this featurette right here because, of course, it has new footage. All right, let's check out this right here because I've avoided this as well too. So let's see, who is
0: Morbius? Morbius is a Marvel character who's been an important part of the universe. He's brilliant. The cure, it's finally possible. He's strong. Look at those abs! Look at those abs! Those but eyes are pretty cool. to be out of his control. Oh yeah, you're a fucking vampire, dude. I love the opportunity to do something transformational. I've become something different. It was a very intense physical role. Morbius had his most frail and then most monstrous. The superhero, good makeup. super villain that's a pretty cool shot on screen that i've never been on screen before it'll be fun to see where we could go with that there's a web of opportunity <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh jared leto you slick son of a bitch there's a web of opportunity this guy yeah but you notice right here everybody I, I saw this screenshot like crazy today which was this right here which really just shows some easter eggs daily bugle rhino on the loose Uh, zoo hoax fools us all and then it says black cat friend or foe because yeah remember they they are making a black cat movie right i'm pretty sure that that's still in the works that sony is doing but yeah a lot of people were passing around this one with the uh with spider-man easter eggs right there so all right cool it's about freaking time man it's like this, yeah. I mean, we're gonna get apparently a full on trailer tomorrow. That's what the that's what the information was out there. So I don't know what are you guys thinking. Jared is a real vampire. I think he is. I've always said that. That's why he, at what pushing fifty, and he still looks like he did. in, fuck, you know that he did in like uh, Rec Room of a Dream. You know, Jesus Christ, Fight Club. I mean, he still looks almost exactly the same. I'm like, is he drinking like uh, baby's blood? What's going on? I know he has those. Um, you know. Those 30 seconds to Mars camps. I don't know if he's sacrificing, sacrificing virgins or what. I don't know. But still looks good. He is an actual vampire. Watch out. But uh, looking forward to the trailer. Really do. Looking forward to the trailer. See where this goes. I mean, I really hope with the new Blade movie that's coming out, there's going to be something that happens with that. Some kind of crossover with that. Like, can we get some Blade involved with that too? I think we would have to, right? If they're gonna if they're gonna bring in Morbius, which a lot of people probably don't even know who that is, if they're gonna bring him within this world with like venom and whatnot, it's like, okay, but if you're gonna have a vampire, you gotta have some blade in there too. You're just gonna have to have that. Definitely gonna have to have that. <laughs> More than one, yeah. But anyways, we'll see what happens with the trailer tomorrow. Looks uh looks pretty uh it looks like it's gonna be pretty interesting. And then lastly, let's talk about this box office. Um, like I said, there was a lot to talk about. Let's talk about the box office that happened this weekend pretty quickly here. So, all right. So uh, Dune had a 62.4% drop, which, we, you know, that's always going to be the case. Made $15.4 million over the weekend. Um, it's co- coming up to like $70 million domestically. But at least worldwide, it's coming up to that 300 Again, pandemic box office. So we always got to take that into account. And, you know, there's already a green line for part two. So that's the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters, it seemed like it was it warranted. And again, you also got to take an account of how much it's streamed on HBO Max. So that's good. That's good, at least. And uh, Halloween Kills is still killing it slightly, I guess. I still don't know what they're going to do for this next movie, but it's got a worldwide uh, box office 116.7. Well, that's cool and then look at this i mean bond killed it this is probably like i mean 606.7 million so that's good right there yeah and then we had this uh my hero academia which i've never gotten into this but it's an anime cult classic i mean these always do well at the box office they always do well at the box office they're always like little sleeper hits no no marketing no campaigns no nothing they always just do very well and then you got venom which is creeping up to that four hundred million dollar mark, which is good. But then you have some of these newbies. I have not I want to see Antler so bad that I didn't get, get around seeing it. Sadly, it only, you know, it made six uh, now it's just only at like six point seven. I I cannot wait to see this movie because I remember seeing the trailer before the pandemic and it looked fucking awesome. And then of course Night at Soho, which sucks that it didn't get anything. Nobody went out to see it. I think the you know, the marketing wasn't that great. But uh, you guys saw my review. I enjoyed it, Edgar Wright. It was a, it was a pretty great movie. You know, uh, I thought the the final act was a little, the third act got a little like okay, all right, cool. But it's Edgar Wright and the way that he edits stuff and everything, I like it. But sadly, didn't really do much when it came to when it came to the box office. And you thought you know would have been perfect Halloween weekend, but you know what can you do? What can you do? So didn't quite didn't quite do much. So there's the box office, guys. So. Uh I did see Cop Shop, Music Man. I did see Cop Shop. I really enjoyed it. Uh uh Joe Cornahan and of course uh, Frank Grillo and uh, Gerard Butler. It was a it was a fun it was a, it was a cool little uh it was a cool little small movie of like who is doing, you know, what is happening, who's going to fuck over who. Yeah. It was a good little small movie. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you could look it up. Look up my. Uh, I have. If you look on my channel, you can see my first reaction, and uh, I, I think I did a, f- My. I might. I don't think I did a full review, but you can see my first reaction of Cop Shop. So Cop Shop was, yeah, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie. Really enjoyed that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can see like the reviews of Army of Thieves, full on review, and then of course. This is last night in Soho, which I enjoyed big time. And like I said, we'll see. See what Eternals is like this weekend, huh? Am I gonna enjoy it? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's go to the Twitter questions. All right, let's see. Pop, 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 pop. Mm. Uh let's go to the Twitter questions if I can find it right here. Let's see. Loops, loops, what the hell? Where are we at here? Come on. There we go. Found it. Found it. I don't know why this is not doing the right transition, but oh well. (laughs) Guess that's all we could do. By the way, Florence, pew pew, pew pew, pew, she cut her hair. She still looks awesome. Anyways, just thought I'd show you guys that. She cut her hair. All right, Brad Caron. Uh, so, if Dieter is coming back in *Planet of the Dead*, do you think Lily is too? I hope so. <laughs> yes, please let Lily come back. We didn't see her die either. We technically didn't see her die either. So, I think Lily, the coyote, she's coming back. God, I hope so because she was, she was also, she was up there. It was like my top three characters were like Vandero, Dieter, and Lily. You know, when it came to that. Those were my top. Those were my favorites when it came to Army of the Dead. Um, also, doesn't Darkseid being in Zack Snyder's Justice League kind of single-handedly make the case for Justice League Two and Three, since he's DC's number one villain and the studio still isn't building on him? Yeah, I, I think the studios don't know what the fuck they want. <laughs> They're so lost. They're so lost. Really. Jacob, yo, Dave, seeing Antlers tonight and curious how you rank these recent movies from off the top of my head of what I've seen in the theater. This is how I rank. I didn't see Night House yet. I hear, I hear Night House is pretty good. I didn't see Candyman yet either. But uh, seems like you're enjoying yourself, Jacob. Enjoying yourself with the movies. I saw Malignant. Really loved it. Loved Free Guy and loved Dune. So I'm right there with you. All right, uh, let's see, Eric. Uh, hey, new announcement, Dave. Savior of the universe, King of the Impossible.
0: We have to do, end this nightmare once and for all. Who is that? Go back and make our own path.
1: Keegan Sandlin, Sandlin is-, is the Flash. <laughs> oh! Gotta be careful with that copyright. Well, that's cool. So we got a Flash. we got a Flash for the Justice League Sunset of the Gods movie. We got Keegan Keegan Sandlin, actor and cinemaphile. Okay, cinephile, I should say. Cool. Looking forward to seeing what you guys do with that. Uh, more to come in the near future. Some uh, big ones currently in talks. So that's good. Keep on working it. Keep on working it. Carrie. Hey, Dave. With the time loop theory of Army of the Dead, Thieves, do you think Dieter, some, uh, some kind of constant, like... Uh, kind of uh, like Desmond and Lost on Lost. I never saw Lost, so I, I don't know that reference. I never watched Lost. Lost. I think I watched a little bit of the series finale just to see what was. Did they get off the island? In the other words, um, he's somehow able to be outside of the time loop, perhaps unintentionally manipulating it. What do you think? Possibility. He knows a lot about these safes. Knows a lot about Hans Wagner. I don't know. I think they. I think Dieter. And then like, like what Snyder said in that little interview, he said like, well, what if he be, ends up becoming an alpha? I mean, that's almost like, you know, it's almost like, like, uh, like when Neo decides to let Smith copy onto him in Matrix Revolutions after, you know, after fighting him and, you know, like crazy, it's like, all right, just, just, just do it. Just, just turn me into you. And then he became something that ended up defeating him. So yeah, maybe there's something in the sense of that where Dieter needs to become an alpha zombie to take on whatever whatever um, whatever bad guys or whatever more is coming our way, you know? I think Dieter's going to end up being our savior. Watch. CK Cooper Knox with all the stuff that is going down with Eternals, it would seem that Zack Snyder's Justice League is the most faithful adaptation of Jack Kirby's creations for the year. Well, well we got to wait, we got to wait and see it first, right? Can't make that judgment quite yet. Uh, Jay, just this. Look at that. That looks cool. Adorable. Baskin-Robbins. Here's a closer look at the new Baskin-Robbins exclusive mini-puffed pop. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like it a lot. John Murdoch Wayne. If you need to write six different variations of the same bloody script in three years, then maybe just maybe the script of the movie was never meant to be, and not the fault of the guy who lost his movie in 2017. Yeah, obviously John is talking about Ava DuVernay again, and yeah, that's true. So you know if she's throwing any kind of blame at 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 Zach. There now now, I mean, it just seemed like Warner Brothers was like, all right, we'll give you a shot, and apparently they just couldn't come up with something, and then you know yeah, and then of course after the buzz of what Zach was doing with the New Gods, which he was doing back in 20, you know, God, guy came up with those concepts probably in like 2015 or whatever the hell. So yeah, I can't, can't blame, can't blame the guy. Definitely cannot blame the guy. So yeah, ah, you know, it, if she's bitter about it, let her be bitter. Fuck it. You know, she's got, she's got another, she's got other projects. I mean, obviously the cap projects. I don't know. I don't know who's going to watch that, but, uh, and nobody who likes football is going to watch that. Yeah, the clips I saw. But anyways, but the Naomi series looks interesting. I mean, that's something that's unique and different to when it comes to uh, the DC universe. So that could be something that's going to be pretty pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, New Gods just wasn't meant to be. Wasn't meant to be. Just wasn't meant to be. So anyways, guys, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I appreciate you guys clicking in. Like I said, this was a pretty, uh, I knew this was going to be a long Film Junkie Live, but hey. You know, a lot to cover, a lot to talk about. So, But anyways, guys, make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Before you leave, subscribe to the channel. Hit the join button if you want to become a member. added support. And, of course, you know, every Tuesday I do a members-only post-show stream. I'm not going to do a post-show vlog. I don't really have anything... Uh, no tea or anything that I could think of, but if I, you know, if I do think of something, then I would, but I don't think I have anything right now, so uh, we'll, we'll uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow post-show when it comes to that, and of course, there's the Patreon, if you want to really help out the pirate ship right there, do so, and then of course, merchandise, shirts down below, like this shirt right here, of course, the Batman the Fanimated stream shirt, so if you want to go ahead and check that out, do so, and I appreciate you guys, of course, sticking with me this whole time and chatting it up and whatnot, Uh, Love you guys and uh, I'll talk to you later.